to be in Psalms, the 130th chapter, verses 1 through 7, reading from the New American Standard Version. And it reads, Out of the depths I have cried to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the sound of my pleadings. If you, Lord, were to keep account of guilty deeds, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may have, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and I wait for his word. My soul waits in hope for the Lord, more than the watchman for the morning. Yes, more than the watchman for the morning. Israel, wait for the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption. Once again, can you hear the anguish in the psalmist's plea? He's wrestling with fear and perhaps depression. But notice how he describes the Lord. He says that the Lord has an attentive ear, that the Lord forgives, and that he is merciful. And what strikes me is even though he's experiencing hardship, challenges, what have you, and God hasn't answered his prayer, at least not yet, He still knows who God is. And he he has not forgotten the goodness of God. See, oftentimes I think we forget who God is. In the middle of our mess that oftentimes we've created, we forget that God is good. We We forget all of the things that he's done for us. We forget that he has actually heard our plea. He's heard our prayer. I think we get so self-absorbed in our own mess that we just we just kind of bring God down on our level. And that's not where he sits. He is above us. His ways are above our ways. And so we forget all of this as we're self-absorbed. But not the psalmist here. He still remembers who God is. And I like how he addresses God's holiness. And you find it in the verse that reads, If you, Lord, were to keep account of guilty deeds, Lord, who could stand? That speaks to the holiness of God. Because doesn't it imply that God isn't keeping a ledger of our wrongs? Because it says, if the Lord were to keep an account. And praise God that he's not. Because if he were keeping an account, we'd be doomed. And we were doomed. That's why Paul said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But through Christ, our sins have been forgiven. And so therefore, there is no leisure for us. Once again, praise God, right? This passage is a great example, I think, for us to not get so wrapped up in our mess that we forget who God is, that we get preoccupied with what's going on, with what hasn't happened, with what could happen, and we start fixating on things that we really have 
no control over and we forget that God is in control. As you're lifting your voice and your cries to God who has stated that he would never leave you or forsake you, the God who states everything will work out for your good. We need to remember that. So why can't we just chill, relax, and learn to rest in God, reflecting on who he is, that he is good, that he's merciful, that he forgives us, that he doesn't have a ledger of all of our wrongdoings and all of the other things that he has brought you personally through. Why can't we just do that today and then sit and rest and wait and allow him to do what he needs to do? Today, I encourage you to maybe sing a song of praise, write a poem, write God a love letter, do something that glorifies God today, thanking him for what he has done, and thank him for answering your prayer whenever he does that in his timing. Yes, in the middle of this crazy day, I'm asking you to carve out some time for praise and worship of the God who loves you. And after I guarantee you will see things a little differently and your soul will be able to rest in God while he does all the things that are necessary to answer your prayer. Let's pray. Thank you, God. Thank you for this passage that reminds us that we need to remember who you are. To to reflect on even though all hell may be breaking loose today, that you're still God and that you're still good and that we can still hold on to the promises that you've given us in your word that all things will work out for our good and your glory. Holding on to the promises that you have not left us or forsake us and holding on to the promises that you are for us and therefore no one can stand against us. Help us to remember all of the things that you've done for for us thus far that have proven that you are faithful to your word. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins so that you do not keep a leisure of all the things that we have done wrong because just as the psalmist stated, we wouldn't be able to stand in your presence. Thank you for loving us enough to cleanse us in the blood of our Savior so that we can come before you and cry out to you when we need help. But help us to remember that you are good. And after we cry out for help, help us to sit still and wait for you to come. Knowing that in your timing, you will come. And when you do, you will make all things new. We love you and we praise you. And we thank you for being our God. Help us to sit still and wait on you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, another little pithy episode. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.